Welcome back, family. This is your boy, D, for you smart and intelligent folks out there. Listen, that just simply means that today I got an exclusive for you. No, 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 this is really exclusive. Okay, maybe it's not. But it's exclusive from me, baby. All right, check this out. How do project managers use people skills? Again, how do project managers use people skills? As you know, I want to give you the foundation and I want to give you my three principles and or concepts that align with the foundation, people skills. Let me explain something to you, family. This is the foundation in, I guess, one or two words, interpersonal skills. Again, interpersonal skill. I should say interpersonal skill set. Why is interpersonal skills important? Because out of that tree of interpersonal skills, and this is how I, I look at it, my brain is visual, so uh, I don't know if that makes sense, but that's how I want you guys to understand. But what I'm saying is I look at it as like a tree, um, the tree trunk being the interpersonal, and then the leaves of the tree, uh, the branches, excuse me, being the different aspects I'm gonna discover, uh, discuss with you here today. So again, um, interpersonal skills to me, I believe is the foundation of what project managers use with regard to people skills. For example, let's talk about, I'm combining two to I'm like, I got two of them together for the three, uh, for the three core concept or principles. Like I said, I'm just going to pick a name. We're going to call them concept. So the three, uh, so the three core concepts, they each have two apiece. So the first core concept that I want to make sure we understand is leadership and decision making. Let me tell you something, family. It is very, and I do mean very, 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 how many times can I say very, very? But no, seriously, you know, being able to make a decision and then go and execute on that decision is, is something that will be valuable for you as you grow through your career as a project manager. And being able to lead and not manage, you already know how I get really emotional when we start talking about lead versus manage. But just to recap and refresh, what you do, you lead projects. What those other project managers do, they manage projects. What do I mean by that? Leading a project is empowering your team. Managing a project is basically dictating and saying, this is the only way it can be done. No. So here we talk about leading projects. So when you are looking at those interpersonal skills, to be able to have leadership and, and still be able to have good, or I should say great decision making, and you're not gonna get every decision right, but to have the courage to step up and to make a decision. Now keep in mind, once you make that decision, if it's in a, especially if it's in a meeting, Use that raid log to log your decision. If you don't remember what that the raid log, go back and look at uh, one of my videos. I may even put it on here on this video. If not, it's definitely, definitely on there. It's called "What is a raid? What does raid stand for?" So go check that video out. I really think you'll get a lot out of it. But uh, basically, this raid log, uh, raid log is a template, and in that in that template D, which stands for as part of the raid is a decision. So again, I would stick that decision in there and in every meeting, I would talk about, hey, this is, I wanna recap the decisions that we've made over the month, the week, the day, whatever, um, to ensure that we're all on the same page. And that's a key, uh, or I should say, that's really a gem of being a, and when I say gem, G-E-M, 
gem of actually leveraging interpersonal skills. So let's go on to my next one, conflict and negotiation. Okay, how you want to do this, ED? All right, well, let's do it like this. If you're able to develop a negotiating mindset, it's going to help you in your career. The reason why is, is that when you're leading projects, things happen. People leave the company, people get promoted, people decide to take on a new career in a different department. Just things happen like that, that people leave your project. And the better you can get at negotiating for a replacement resource, whether that's someone that's existently already in the in the organization or you need to go external to get a resource um, by by either getting a consult, consultation firm or getting a um, or hiring a w-2 employee or, or employee per se and so the reason why i um I, it's just one of these things is if you don't, it, you have, and this is like constant, like I'm constantly finding new ways to negotiate because maybe I tried this way and they didn't like it, or maybe I did it this way and they didn't, they, you know, like this. Let me, let me be more clear. Maybe I asked for a re I asked for a resource via email and the email never got sent. Okay. Maybe I, then I said, okay, set up a meeting and have that dialogue with the leader and say, Hey, I really need this resource. Here's my reason. This is the time that we will we'll be using them. And you lay out a plan for um, their for basically their direct report. So they'll understand they have at least an idea how long they'll be engaged in this project. So that is huge when you are negotiating whether and I find myself negotiating more on resources than I really do on the financial aspect of things because and, and I'm, I'm trying to figure out why, but when I get that out, that answer, I'll let you guys know, family. But seriously, I, I really, I spent a lot on negotiating resources, trying to say, okay, if, how about you let me get them for two weeks and then uh, we give them back and then you let us, and then a week later we can get them back because we'll be running this little thing over here anyway and we wouldn't really need them. So it, it would really work for us. Uh, so just just finding creative ways, family, and as a project manager, what they don't tell you is you do sometimes have to get creative. And that's the best part. That's the beauty. Like there's no. Yes, there's the process group. You have the initiating, planning, executing, monitoring, controlling and closing. Yes, that is like that's the formula. But what you put inside the formula, what you put with the ingredients you put inside to bake the cake is and what comes out is so amazing. This is why I love this profession so much. Conflict. You're going to have conflict. I know a lot of people like to run from conflict, like to avoid it, like to bury it. But you're going to have conflict when you have a lot of different personalities, especially when you have personalities that are in leadership positions and it's you, you, you sometimes will run into some challenges in which uh, you're giving directive to some of these uh, leaders and they're like, uh, well, I ain't got to do that. And then eventually they come around. So that's why I always told you, family, in the beginning of the many talks that we've had during this time is that it's important to 
to have, to be able to negotiate for resources and being able to have, to create that connectivity with other people and, and building these bonds with, and just basically, here's the sum it all up instead of me just babbling on. Having the ability to network, you gotta, you have to be able to network, family. And if you, and you know, I'm actually probably end up putting a course together for that as well. But honestly, having the ability to network will save you a ton of frustration and pain. So again, conflict and uh, negotiation. My last and final point is communication and being coachable. I'm gonna actually gonna have a video where we're gonna really go just a little bit more in depth than what I'm going here as far as communication. But when you have somebody uh, that is coachable and can communicate back and forth, ooh, you got a star player. What Cat Williams said, you know, you're supposed to take care of your star player, but honestly, you do have a star player. What do you, wait a minute, how are you gonna say you have a star player? Anybody that you could coach and not only do they take the information and apply it, they actually continue to apply, they continue to execute, they continue to listen, they continue to work with you, and you guys collaborating and you create a bond. And then on top of that, you're able to communicate with them because they're receptive. They're not putting up any blockets and block, you know, they're not blocking you out of being able to communicate effectively. They want to know what's going on. They want to be engaged. They, these are the stakeholders that every project manager dreams of having someone that, like I said, being able to communicate and is very coachable. And coachable doesn't mean like I'm going to be directing you and giving you directives. No, it's just saying, hey, did we look have an opportunity to look at it this way instead of just looking at it one way. So it's really just opening the, the your stakeholders perspective on, on leading a project. Well, that's been today's video, family. I hope you enjoyed it today. My name is Ed. For all you smart and intelligent folks, that just simply means it. If you want to, if you have any questions or you want to talk further about something that you want to know about more about project management, hey, click on that link under the description where it says Ask Ed, and I'll definitely get right back to you. Until next time, I'm out.